Hey, it's Fei Wu, your host for the Face World podcast. You're listening to a mini episode on how to produce your first small budget docu series. These learnings are captured and distilled from our very own docu series production journey for Face World. You don't need a fancy degree or a big budget. Our minis are built in with templates and examples you can use right away. Everything in plain English and no industry jargons. New minis are released every two weeks in between our interview episodes. Subscribe to the podcast to stay in touch. Hi there, this is your host Fei Wu, and you're listening to part of a how to make your first docu series mini series on Face World. Today, I want to talk to you guys about how I packed in one luggage for three weeks of travel. I'm really proud of this, and when I posted some of the ideas for what I would like to share as part of the docu series minis. Uh, some of you guys, especially the ladies out there,、uh, was very interested、uh, in this particular topic. So here we go. If you are traveling for an extended period of time for your projects, whether it's a, you know, it's a regular project that you don't have to appear on camera as much, or if you're actually working on your、uh, video series or docu series, and, and you are also an on-screen talent, meaning that. You're in front of the camera for an extended period of time. That can get pretty tricky. Another layer of the complexity on top of being away from home is that、uh, you have to actually look good for this type of project. So it's one thing to be a producer or someone who's generally behind the scenes. You know, even then you have to shake hands and let's just say a tensor and events as needed. But if you're on screen, who has to dress to look the part, your clothes or your outfits just have to look appropriate. They are supposed to flatter you, for example, or and also compliment your guests or other people who are part of the docu series. Um, you know, other on-screen talents to just say without clashing in terms of colors and patterns, and also you can't really repeat the outfits too much. You know, for example, if you're interviewing other people, introducing other guests, the the last thing you want to do is to wear the exact same thing every single day, unless that is part of your brand persona, which will probably make traveling and packing super easy. So you also need to bring likely some extra outfits just in case the ones you're wearing doesn't work for a particular setup. Sounds complicated, ah,、uh, yeah, a little bit. This is perhaps why people are getting paid to do the work, especially as we've seen in、um, the entertainment industries. And、um, so, if you don't know somebody who works in the industry or you don't have time to review so much, I hope you find this episode helpful. Here are some basics for your outfits. Stick to solids. If you have no idea whether some crazy patterns will work or not. I heard floral is actually okay, but tiny checks, those high contrasting pinstripes, are big no-nos. Also, choose warming colors, and in particular, avoid white, bright red, yellow, and all black outfits. Stay classic. I mean, I guess I don't have to really elaborate too much on that. You know, I, for one, I am a 
all about <laughs> kind of crazy and loud outfits. And I, I, I think they speak to my personality. I also used to be a skater, but look, I'm interviewing entrepreneurs, artists, and I try to wear things that are not super loud, um, but also they don't have to be super muted either. Next is jewelry, keep them simple. Last but not least, don't make big changes right before the shoot. What I did for Facebook Docu Series wasn't anything extreme. We're on the road for about three weeks in the US. You know, you probably heard from other documentary filmmakers who are on the road for years and in the middle of nowhere. So for us being in the US, mostly roaming around big cities and, and the, the resources were there. For the most part, our days were action packed, leaving very little time to really go shopping. And when we were not shooting for the docuseries, we were reviewing footage and planning for the next day. Therefore, even though we could have easily gone to a supermarket, a drugstore, or shop for new outfits, it was just very important for me in particular to plan as much as I could ahead of time. I took a standard uh, large suitcase, about 27 inches in height. So not the actual big ones, um, but the regular large standard suitcase. Everything, especially all the outfits I had planned, had to fit in there. I want to kind of dive in a little bit deeper and talk about the way that I structured my outfits and not just a, a simple list of what to avoid, what to think about. Not gonna lie, I read a number of articles on Google. You can Google them right now. And the key takeaways are, you know, in addition to what I mentioned above, is really bring clothes that are multifunctional. And the more outfits you can create from a single item, the better. And also um, not to bring too many repetitive items that are super similar to one another. Here's some other tips I figure out on my own. First is don't bring too many high maintenance items, you know, things that made out of silk, wool, cashmere, or even 100% cotton, because once, once you wash them, or even before you wash them, they tend to wrinkle up really easily. Those type of items typically require a lot of ironing, you know, or take a long time to dry. I had the opportunity to do laundry only once on the road, and it was a mixed load uh, with my producer, director, and PA. The second thing is comfort is number one. When you're traveling, you're already exhausted, especially if you're going to film, if you're going to be in an on-screen town. So don't constrain yourself in clothes. Unless you're someone who's comfortable dressing up all the time in suits or fitted clothing, that is not me personally, so I needed to avoid that. Even though I was shooting a docuseries, you know, don't fool yourself by thinking that you'll become somebody else when you're on the road. You're not going to be. The next thing is the shoes. Of course, it would be great to bring multiple pairs and different colors and shades that match your different outfits. As I learned on the web, dark colored and nude color shoes are the best. So don't pick funky colors or patterns um, or bring extra pairs that don't go with any or any or many of the outfits. Since I planned to work out to stay active on the road, uh, for example, I brought a pair of sneakers that can be worn as sneakers as well as casually at certain restaurants, nothing too fancy. Um, I simply brought a white pair of Nike walking shoes. They're probably not good for the treadmill, so I was very careful when I was working out in them. Next thing is arrange and plan your outfits ahead of time. So instead of bringing all the items that you throw on the floor, you look at them once, but they may or may not work well together as combinations, you should plan your outfits ahead of time. Put them on, look in the mirror, better yet, share your outfits with your team. By that, I mean, 
you know, taking pictures of your outfits. I find um, uh, actually, what is it called? Uh, the uh, Amazon Alexa, um, the, well, there's one version called Echo, which is actually designed for you to plan your wardrobe. Um, so that was really helpful. Then I uploaded you know, 25, 30 pictures of my outfit to Dropbox. You can also use Google Drive and share them with my team, my producer, my director, and people commented and favorited the out, uh, outfits that they think is gonna work best on camera. And the next thing is about simplifying your outfits. I'm a big fan of dresses because you don't have to match top to bottom. Uh, that actually takes a lot of time as I've been watching all the YouTube videos. This isn't an option for the entire population. I'm fully understanding of that. But in general, simplification is key. You'll thank yourself on the road. Next is accessories. Don't go crazy with accessories, meaning, you know, earrings and necklaces and scarves. I'm not an earrings girl. And even if you are, you will quickly notice that there's no room for every favorite item. You really have to minimize everything in every category. Considering basically bringing a mini steamer or a mini iron, those are super adorable and they don't take up much space and you can easily purchase them on Amazon. The next category of things I want to talk about is actually makeup. So know the look you are achieving is really important and bring only the makeup items you need and know that you will wear. Um, Sephora, for example, is proven to be a very valuable resource. I rarely shop there because I'm not really into high-end makeup products. However, as Sephora, you'll be able to work with a makeup artist if you don't know, if you're someone who have no clue how to achieve certain look. Plus, you can try out a variety of products. Things that, you know, such as eyeshadow, lip color, and especially things like foundation without trying them on. If you just grab a whole bunch from CVS or Walgreens, even though they're cheaper per item, you ended up um, purchasing a lot of items that simply won't match your look, your skin tone. And also depending on the film, the documentary you're shooting, your director will give you a good sense for what he or she wants you to wear or to avoid in terms of the makeup. As for face world, what I've been told was to keep it simple and very natural. If you want to take a look at the minimal list of items that I purchased from Sephora that I absolutely love and I think they worked really well for me, um, please subscribe to our newsletter on phaseworld.com forward slash newsletter. And I will soon be posting a separate blog post just on that. I think it's going to be pretty fun. Last couple of things before we wrap up. Um, one of my favorite newfound favorite item is the pre-moist makeup remover sheets. They serve a variety of purposes, plus you don't need to add water to use them. Uh, when I get super tired after um, the film, late at night, all I have to do is pull out one sheet and simply take all the makeup off. I also do recommend um, bring two sets of makeup. You have your main set, you can actually just shuffle it into your check bag, but you might want a small bag of makeup, you know, a little makeup purse with a zipper to keep your minimum uh, items in there just because when you travel on the road things get tossed around I remember one time that I actually left my big makeup bag along with all the film equipments and um, so I had to wait until the next day when I got to the shoot and start putting on makeup that way also in my carry-on or in my purse I like to bring three items that are life-changing, some eye drop, you know, especially when you fly, where after a long day of work or having been exposed to really strong uh, lights, eye drop helps a huge amount. Also lip balm. Um, when you're traveling during the winter, 
when you're talking a lot, your lips tend to get really dry. Last but not least, hand sanitizer. The last thing you want to experience is feeling and getting sick. So definitely hand sanitizer really helps a great deal. All right, the next thing I want to mention is actually related to the pills, which is the medicine you need to bring with you. I know it sounds trivial. Um, for most people, traveling with enough meds on the road should be a priority. This is also because you might not be able to find and replace the meds you have when you're traveling. Domestic travel in the U.S. isn't always an issue because, as you know, the United States is just covered with drugstores many over-the-counter uh, over options, and all the brands you already recognize. However, this isn't the case when you travel, say, internationally, so be aware. The way you want to organize your pills is also critical. This is the only category which I recommend that you bring extras. Your everyday meds, the ones that will save your life, needs extra care. They not only need to exist in your checked bags, but also your carry-on as well. And so should they be in your purse, which you can reach uh, for at any time. You know, the hopeful part of bringing a lot with you and not having enough space is that you could still have a carry-on luggage. So the carry-on luggage can go a long way and it can hold a lot more weight uh, without having you go over the checked bag weight. In domestic flights, usually they allow up to 50 pounds. If you use kilogram, that's only 22 kilograms, just to keep in mind. A few other tips for organizing your luggage. On Amazon, they sell a number of things, including something called the packing uh, organizer, which is a set of little bags come in different shapes that can help you further organize your items into different compartments. Another idea that I like, especially when I travel internationally, is to use compression bags. Uh, some of the bags now, you can just simply press the air out of the way and it shrinks everything down into these tiny little packages. Uh, if you have comforter, not that you need to travel with one, it can literally shrink comforters down to uh, you know a few sheets worth of height. It's incredible. So another newfound favorite here in this category is a stand-up laundry bag. So unlike a, it's more like a stand-up laundry basket, which I'll also include a link as well. So unlike a regular laundry bag that just collapse as soon as you get to the hotel, a laundry basket that can be uh, folded and stand up on its own, it's just magical. It sits there like you, you bring your own drawer and you can just throw your dirty laundry and everything else in there and organize when you leave. I absolutely love it. So I hope you enjoy these tips and please let me know if you're anxious about your upcoming travel, your projects and other tips that you found very useful uh, during your travel. Please share it with me at Phase World everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Truly appreciate you spending the time with us. Time is absolutely precious. So I will see you next week uh, for a regular interview episode. And uh, you know what happens in two weeks is another episode of these docuseries minis will return. Uh, that will be episode number 106. Thanks again for listening and have a great day, great evening, whatever you're listening to this. And I look forward to hearing from you. Bye for now.